I'm Jo. I'm MK. And this is the sick cast. <laughs> I'm actually coughing. He was fake coughing. I'm actually <laughs> coughing. Yeah, so we're both wonderfully sick. Um, we chose a great day to do the Bobcast again. Yeah, shout out to our uh, our D group leader for talking to us and hyping us up for this. Um, he wasn't really hyping us up, but he was talking to us. Yeah, about I was about it. to say I didn't and, feel uh, after after what he talked about. I don't feel hype at all. I just feel sad now. Yeah, I feel attacked on a personal level, but I guess that's the way it happens. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not referring to during D group. I'm referring oh, I thought to, you were uh, referring to, uh, to during. Was, no, no, no. During D group, yeah, he was like. You're all not good enough. I hate you all. You're all stupid. You're all a bunch of little boys. Mr. Cavs, we're we're coming for you next, all right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He didn't say any of those <laughs> things. Um, but we have some wonderful topics to talk about today. Bro, it's been so long since the last episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> I try not to think about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Homework has been destroying both of us. And <coughs> can you stop? I'm sorry. Stop being just. just oh my goodness. Literally, like you were yawning at one point, and I was like, "Shut up! You're just making so much noise." Who are you talking to? Like I'm knocking you right now. I'm Who talking you? you like that? I'm, I'm knocking your lights out. <laughs> That's what it's like you said. I'm knocking your lights out. <clears throat> but listen. Anyway, so to all of you that have been waiting for this episode. You're welcome. For all of you that have been waiting for this episode, you're going to wait a little bit longer because we're done here. This was the Bobcast. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. Uh, see you, see you next episode. <laughs> okay, and so, this off. Let's so, just talk yeah. crap about now. <laughs> Let's just talk. Yeah, Mr. Cavs, we hate you. Miss Woman can't stand her. Oh, my goodness. She's so... Uh, I don't even know where to start. There's so many things that are wrong with that. Ultimate Frisbee? Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no! Look, look at what the tissue. White clean my table. How well, am I see, supposed to clean I mean, this? This is a gentleman's tablecloth. All right. Look, I, I tried I to put, clean it. it I got put away. a black tablecloth on this table. <laughs> he bought to it. Make the, it. It's a dollar twenty-five tablecloth. No, I brought like, this from home. Oh, I thought this was the one for you. The but no, you, no. So so I, so I bought some audio equipment and in, I bought this like rat case, and inside that rat case was a bunch of random crap. And this was one of those things. Also, this isn't really worth that much money. So it's free. Uh, but this is a gentleman's table. I was about to feel bad for a second. Then you said that, and I was like, never mind. This you sucks. should feel bad. I feel like by the end of Bobcast, like by the end of this year, this thing's just going to be horribly stained. I mean, they invented laundry for a reason. We should we should buy wine just to pour it on it. I would kill you. What time? Yes. I need a frame for like my desk so that way I can schedule around it. That way I can take my tests before I die. Yeah, uh, so like tomorrow around 7. A.M. or P.M.? Yes. I need I need an exact. Both. <laughs> you're going to die twice. He's going to kill me at 7 a.m., then come back at 7 p.m. and make sure I you know, finish I'm going to partially kill you, and then I'm going to come back and finish the job. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you, you know, wallow in your pain it's like, for it's 12 like hours. The, um, it's like what they did... Back whenever they used to, um, the Romans used to crucify people. He's gonna like beat me till I'm like one inch from death. Wait until seven o'clock at night and then beat me again. <laughs> the other inch, the other inch, <laughs> that last inch, that last little inch. So anyway, to uh, to reference something that happened several weeks ago. Don't ask me who it was because I don't remember who the speaker was, but I remember there's a speaker that was talking about his kids 
and his kid was like, I want to kill you, daddy, or something like that. That's, um, that's the dude that owned, um, Dr. Crockett. Yeah. And so he that's was, the- and so his, his whole, um, story that he was telling, he was calling his kids like honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some of you might disagree with this, but I feel like, I feel like calling your son honey is a little weird. I mean, that's a little. It's up to parent discretion. It made me a little uncomfortable, and I was, like, I, mean, I was like, "If my mother or my father called me honey, I'd look at them and be like, am I a woman? Is that a woman term?' Because no it's not no a way. woman term, but it's yeah. just like usually that's like either a spouse calling their spouse that, or it's like I don't know, a man calling his I feel woman like, that. I feel like it's good if it's like younger children, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which all these kids are pretty young. I think I don't know. I don't know. I just, from my from my perspective, I just it felt just a sounded weird. weird though. It, I know when, what you mean. When, yeah, when he was talking about it, it just it <clears throat> felt kind of weird. It, it was so, strange. <laughs> it was just kind of funny because I was like, "Hey, yo, why are you calling your son funny?" <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but uh, shout out, Doctor Crockett. He talks about his kids a lot. He had them feet pics on the freaking. Oh no! Do not remind <laughs> me of that. He had them feet pics. That up groomsman there. had them dogs barking, bro. <laughs> And uh, so there's a. There's, I think they got added on Bobstool. They mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, they did. It's all over every BJU meme page. So um, the Bobcast meme toes page because. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Don't call for that. Don't. There's, a, there's a friend that we know that has gained the nickname Toes. According to MK, she is Toes. Everybody yes. else, it's polygamy eyes. <laughs> Um, gravel, <laughs> gravel, because <laughs> of her last name. Oh my gosh! But I just call her Toes. So yeah. every time I see her, I'm like, "Ayo, Toes!" Let me get a little bit of them Toes. <laughs> she listens to this too, so yeah, that's fine. She's gonna be. She, I bet her eyes probably just rolled to like the very back of her head. <laughs> she gonna she gonna find you tomorrow and be like, "Ayo, you talking about me?" I'll be like, "Yeah, you finally got a shot out." <laughs> You better be happy. We a we a big name company. Yeah, that's right. You should be happy. We, we a Fortune five hundred company. <laughs> Bobcast, the Fortune five hundred company, bigger than Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Not Jimmy Buffett, Warren Buffett. What am oh I talking gosh. about? Yeah, we bigger than the singer Jimmy Buffett. Not Warren Buffett, the stockbroker. What? Warren Buffett's the dude that um owns Dairy Queen. Or he partially owns Dairy Queen. I'm trying to talk, and this man over here opening a bag of chips in the microphone. It's time for the ASMR section. Don't make me cough in the mic again. Don't make me do it. It hurts so much. Don't make me do it. it. This man, this man just (laughs) full on when we're prepping, just as we're doing mic checks, just coughs straight into the mic. It's because you kept burping into my ears. (laughs) And this man just destroys my ears. My headphones are like lodged in my like I have IEMs in so they're like in my ears. Can you explain what like an IEM is? An ear monitor. Why is it called a monitor if there's no screen? No, monitor nuts. Why are you calling me stupid? I don't I don't know okay, what that so, means. So a monitor refers to something that you see observe something on. And obser- observation can be auditory. But you can't see through your ears. I observe ob- <laughs> shut, no, why are you so mad? Dumb. I can't see my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> You've never watched SpongeBob? I've watched some SpongeBob, but not Dude, a Dude, he... Patrick, why are you mad? I can't see my forehead. <laughs> so, anyway... <clears throat> MK, why are you, you angry? Can, I can't see through my ears. 
Stupid <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cough Al Ow. What? That's right. It should have hurt. Good. I'll do it into the I'm mic happy. again. I'm happy you're, no, you're not. So anyway, back to my point. A monitor is anything that you would observe something on. So whether it's a TV, an actual computer monitor, or whether it's IEMs, or whether it's a stage monitor, which are called floor monitors, which is a speaker. Say foot monitor? Floor. I thought you said foot monitor. I was yeah, like, what do they do? I'm gonna monitor your foot, or like an oscilloscope, <laughs> which is. I'm trying to. It has the a reason, monitor on it. The but, reason why I stopped is because I'm trying to remember. There was a dude. He um, back whenever I was in high school, there was a dude. He saw the word oscilloscope, and he screamed some crap like, "Is that an oscilloscope?" <laughs> Hey, yo, hey, yo, shout out Miss Woman when she was helping me with my English. And I saw this word and I was like, hey, yo, what's a Cena dosh? <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me, she goes, Synecdoche? And I was like, yeah, that's the one. A Cena dosh? I was like, hey, yo, what's a Cena dosh? All right, and I then, can't make any so, excuses for that one. <laughs> like, no, I, I full well knew how to pronounce it. I just did, I did that on purpose. <laughs> But so then I started doing that with, a, with like every word. And I'd be like, what's a metronomi? And she looked at me. She was like, bruh. <laughs> sound like, um, sound like Walter. And then I was door. like, hey, yo, what's a smile? And she looked at me. She's like, what the frick is? I was like this word. And she was that's simile. And I was like, oh, yeah. Sounds like um, Walter next what's, door. What's a smile? He. Walter. Oh, oh, Walter. Yeah, yeah. I know. He said, um. Uh, Miss Woman's uh, boyfriend. Uh, we got Ark. No, we got <laughs> we got Ark boy, but no, that's Ark man. Ark man. <laughs> we got Ark boy and Ark man. No, we got we got Mister man. We got no, we got Miss Woman and we got Mister Woman. <laughs> we got Miss Woman and Mister Ark. Mister Ark. Ark boy and Mister Ark. But anyway, so that means that Mister Ark is Ark boy's dad. No, um. He said he was in the group chat. He was like, "This is um, this is egregious. I would never see something so egregious in my life." And Walter come back in. We were talking about what? snitches. Oh, and oh, I was, I was, so I was like, I was like, yeah, you be snitching on MK's brother all the time. He was like, I'd never do something so egregious. And Walter comes in. He's like, and Walter looks at the chat. He looks at me and he goes, "What's eggnomus mean?" <laughs> 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 Mommy, what's the word ironic mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly walk up. I was like, dude, so my mom like uh has a like a master's degree in education and so she can teach anything from like, you know, pre-K to like 12th grade. And she can teach every subject. So it's freaking awesome. But she like specialized in English and she was really good at English. <clears throat> and so like, I would always ask her, be like, what does this word mean? Or what's that word? Because I'm always just curious. I'd hear somebody say something. I'd be like, what, what's that word mean? And then, so I started hearing people swear. And so, I, <laughs> and so naturally I'd walk up to my mom and be like, Ayo, what's this word mean? And my mom looked at me. She's like, where the frick you hear that from? And I was just like, this person, my mom would be like, you can't be around them anymore. I was like, why not? What's it mean? And she'd be like, means something bad. And I was like, but what? 
Dory, I'm listening. I'm pouring water right now. Stop pouring water. I'm gonna go. I was trying to give you water. All this up. Don't, Just... dude. Don't. <laughs> you go choke on that crap. <laughs> He's about to choke. I'm gonna do the uh, the waterfall. I wish we had video for this because you guys would love to see the face he makes. <laughs> the waterfall is wonderful. All right, so MK, um, not to throw you off of what we were talking about, but there's been a lot happening in the past few weeks. Oh, goodness. Don't even get me started. Uh, I have, like, it's, all right, so insane amounts of homework. But then, like, I'm now working with this church as an audio engineer, as one of their, one of their guys. And so there's that. And then there's, like... Uh, we had artist series happen. Yeah, artist. That was a while ago. I think we. Uh, actually, like two no, weeks ago. That was yeah. two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So we never even talked about artist series, but that was that was fun. That was good. That was very good. <clears throat> um, it was it was a strange experience, to say the least. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you and I both had different perspectives yeah. on that whole thing, but um, it it was the last Bobcast was an argument that never got <laughs> the uploaded. La- yeah. <laughs> the last the last Bobcast was literally just like an hour and a half of us just going at it but we're okay now yeah so, so um <clears throat> took us a couple of weeks to to kind of recoup we, we threw done. we threw um we threw a few punches in that yeah we did <laughs> <laughs> no Maybe. but um had artist series they had uh that's your toe that's my foot that's your get your foot out of my corner I've literally got my, my foot. Block. This my this my cubicle. <laughs> what you doing in my this, block? This you my are my hood. This my what you cubicle. doing? You, I stick my toes this way. You stick your toes that way. This my hood. This my block. What you doing here, fam? What you think <laughs> this is? No. Um. We had an artist series. They had Rush. <clears throat> if you wanted to give a brief explanation, uh, of Rush. I cannot remember if. I dude, it has been so long. I can't remember everything we've gone through. But Rush was great and terrible at the same time for me it's like there was a pile up at the initial run through <laughs> and i was at the bottom of that pile up and so i just immediately i felt i like fell over and like i was like there's this girl that fell over in front of me and then that's what started the whole thing yeah and uh and so i like cradled her like trying to protect her from like other people are falling on top of me but then i felt like people squashing my like feet yeah and i just felt my like my my shins just start like bending out Ugh. of the way because there's just person after person falling on top of us and i was like oh frick i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of this so i just like pulled myself i like pushed her forward get her out of there and then i just like yanked myself out of there because i was about to get like absolutely destroyed i had heard from somebody that like somebody dropped something whenever all the freshmen came running in and whenever they did they decided to turn around into traffic and that's what kind of <laughs> caused the whole yeah i'm pretty sure there was there was someone that did that, and the person that did that just kind of got like thrown forward, and they kept running. Yeah, but they tripped the person that was in front of me, and that's what started the whole thing. Oh, okay, so that's that. That was wonderful, but <clears throat> but to kind of explain what Rush is, it's like a giant block party, pretty much. Yeah, where all the societies get up, set up tents and all, and they more or less advertise, but it's also like a really big party. Shout out Z. Shout out Basilian. Shout out Royals for that car. Hey, yo, yo. So, Basilian, we had fun because my phone's telling me it's time to go to bed. Hey, yo, go to bed. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Bobcast Sleepstream. Bobcast Sleepstream. Hey, yo, it's 7 a.m. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Gardingi. <laughs> That's my 8 a.m. <clears throat> but um, anyway. So the Basilian was fun because they had this like you did rock paper scissors, but then whoever lost had to like dunk their head in a oh, bucket yeah. of ice. I went in there and did that, and uh, my buddy Munchkin, of course, 
he won. And so I went in there and like barely dipped my head in there. And then I stopped and I was like, wait, I need to grab some air before I'd go down. And then I came back up and they're all just like, oh yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm a bulldog. I'm going all in. And so I came, I'm like, got some air, went all the way down there and I just dunked my whole head in there and I just whipped up and everybody was like, oh, like freaking out. Cause I just like completely drenched myself in it. And then, so I like, I like, I like my shirt. I had torn because mm-hmm. you know, it's rush. And so something had happened and I had torn my flannel, like my favorite. Flannel. Yeah. I remember you coming into the Dude, room. I was so, being I was so, so mad, mad about initial, that. Uh, initially. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. And so I took it and I just tore it in half and I dunked it in the ice bucket and then I made a whip out of it. You're dangerous. <laughs> and so I, I started chasing my brother around with it. And then I got one of my buddies and like squeezed it over his head and it like dripped ice cold water all over him. It was awesome. Um, Had a lot of fun. And then the, uh, you're not allowed to talk yet. I'm not finished. Shut your mouth. What you doing? This is my podcast. Your podcast. It is JL and MK, not MK and JL. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, so we got to Royals, right? And they had us, they had a car that we could smash with like a sledgehammer. And so I got up there and I kept telling people, I was like, break open the hood, break open the hood. And no one would do it. And so I finally got up there and I took the sledgehammer and I busted the crap out of the latch. And I finally got the, uh, finally got the hood open. And so I just started busting the snot out of all the like accessories and stuff. that's strapped to the engine. Did it, it did it great. have the engine still in it? Yeah. It was still huh. And so I just started busting the crap out of it. <clears throat> all right. So, um, in the meantime of while we were silent, We've come up with a new name for one of the people in our uh, in our group, and if you figure out who it is, you're cool. If not, you're still cool. We can't offer up anything because people are the people who came to our door and they were like, "Hey, yo, where's that twenty bucks?" Yeah. So um, anyway, we're gonna call this guy Campfire Song. Campfire and that's all we're gonna song. say about it. Shout out Campfire Song. Yeah, no, shout out him. He's not that cool. He's not the better. No, he's not the better. Um, and then <clears throat> so basically, Campfire Song. It feels weird calling him that, but that's what we're calling you. I'm, I'm committing I mean, myself. We've to got this. Bro Next Door. We've got Ark Boy. We've, apparently, we got Mister Ark, and then we've got Mister Cavs. Miss Woman. Shout out, Mister Cavs. <laughs> Miss Miss Woman. Walter MK's brother. He don't get a nickname. It's yeah, just MK's M- brother. M- yeah, that's fine. Um, which that's a nickname in itself, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's fine. But now we got Campfire Song. But anyways, he um. He tried to get me to do that with him. That Royal, the um, Basilian thing, the rock, paper, scissors thing. And I was yeah. like, nah, you got to run up Z's work wall. <laughs> and he couldn't make it to the top, so we didn't do it. Oh, uh, okay. I was I was going to go do the warp wall, but then by the time I got there, there were so many people in line. I just It was it was crazy. It was said, packed out the whole night. Yeah, I was like, screw it. And I was also wearing shoes that were going to come flying off if I tried to do that. <laughs> and, then, um, and then the next day, they had induction. <clears throat> Oh, you know what's funny about Rush, though? What? Uh, shout out to one of my lady friends. But she... Uh, I was one, talking of my, about, <laughs> one of your concubines. <laughs> so, uh, um, <clears throat> she's actually like one of the first people I actually met when I came here. So Is it who I think it is? Uh, no, it's probably not. Um, <laughs> what's she looking at me like that for? <laughs> hey, yo. It's but, the one um, I keep saying you should date that you like, I will not. No, I will not no, do it. It's not her. It's okay. not her. Okay. She's extremely sweet and I love her to death, but I'm not going to date that. But so this one, different story. Anyway, I, I, at the rush party, I was talking to her and I was like, yeah, what society are you going to join? And she's like, oh, I'm keeping that a secret right now. And I was like, all right, cool. She's like, yeah, I'm going to reveal it at induction. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I talked to her at the end of rush and I asked her again. And I was like, which one you join in? And then she told me. 
Who's she doing? No, I don't remember, but <laughs> I waited all this time to find out. No, I don't remember. I don't remember, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Uh, I, I was messing with her. I was like, you should join the classics. You'd fit right in. And she looked at me. She's like, no. And I was like, you'd fit right in. She was like, bruh, no. <laughs> so um, then they had induction next day. Induction's like you're, you're officially welcome to the society, but this is what you have to do first. Hey, yo, shout out to uh, Omega's Dead Sister Society. The owls? No. They're, I don't remember what they were. Because the owls are like the only dead sister society no, I know. There's, no, there's another one that's actually dead. and it's We're Omega's. not like insulting the societies, by the way. No, we're just insulting Omega. <laughs> don't, bro, Omega's <laughs> going to find us. That's fine. I'm terrified of Omega. I'm not. I am. I'm not scared of people I, like that. I'm terrified. What are you going to do? Wear a jacket around me? No. You're going to wear a suit around me? <laughs> I've heard Omega can be really, like, really, really bad sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, all societies can. Yeah. But No, like, they say, um, they were telling me specifically uh, across the hall, was telling me one time about how Omega, during one of the artist series, they all grouped together. And the entire time that one of the students... Uh, was trying to like give some kind of presentation for it. They kept yelling extremely loud to disrupt the whole thing, hmm. just because they were they're kind of like that, I guess. I mean, that sounds like something Omega would do. So, but yeah, no. You would normally assume bulldogs would do that, but we're actually a lot nicer than that. We're we're crazy, but at our at our hearts, we're actually really good people. Yeah, most of us. So he's in bulldogs. <laughs> so I joined the bulldogs <laughs> naturally. <clears throat> that was kind of after the first like two times I visited them they were basically just like counted me as part of the family and they like kept doing freshman stuff and then I stood up or something and they're like no sit down they're like MK sit down and I was like but I was still new and they're like no you're basically part of the family don't worry about it <laughs> and I was like alright it felt I felt so bad being in my society's meeting because like every time there, there'd be like recurring freshmen that would come back because they knew who they were joining they were joining us and so Every time they'd be like, freshmen, stand up and introduce yourselves. We'd get the same exact people. <laughs> like, there'd, there'd be like a bunch of new people, but we'd still get the same exact people like yelling their names. And we're like, hi, Greg, or something like that. And we did. <laughs> Crap, that almost hit me. <laughs> I'm throwing water bottles. <clears throat> Empty water bottles. But get out of my cubicle. I'm not. Your, I touched your toes again. No, you didn't. I touched something. Literally. What is that? That's, oh, the, that's trash the trash can. Okay. You fine. idiot. <laughs> Get out of my cubicle, you freaking trash can. Stupid idiot. Stupid. <laughs> crap idiot. Freak off, crap idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's this meme that... Um, it's, between, me. it's between me and you. Yeah, it is between me and you, but there's this meme that we will say that, and we will lose it. We'll laugh, and we're never going to Crap explain. idiot. I apologize. <laughs> So it shouldn't have been that funny. It was so like, oh my gosh! It shouldn't. It should not have been that, that funny to me. I had to compose myself. I sit in the middle of our engineering class, in the too. middle of Doctor Dang's class, and I'm just like losing it. And like Doctor Dang does not notice whatsoever, but I'm like just trying to keep myself together because it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and JL just pulled it out to show me. I wanted to see if you would die laughing. I'm, I'm telling you, I have one that's exactly will, like this, but it's a picture of Garfield. So I I will scroll through my, my photo library, and I will see that, and I'll start cracking up. <laughs> that's how funny that is to me. Let me see if I can find this real quick. While I'm, um, while I'm doing this, 
MK, you want to tell them about your society's induction? Oh, yeah, because you can't talk about your... <laughs> I told you. I told you. He found the, he found the one with Garfield. That was not as good as the no, Garfield. No, that was one. not as good. There so, it is. There's the, the one I have on my phone. <laughs> I love the one of the little black dude, and it's just like angry as frick. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one so much. It's like one of my favorite ever. That's a good one. That's a really good one. But, um... <clears throat> So, you can't talk about your society's induction. <laughs> what? <laughs> does, that, that argument... No, It doesn't make any sense. No, it does. It does in the context of like, well, my argument's based on facts. Based on these nuts, you crap idiot with no friends. <laughs> anyway... So you can't talk about your society's induction. Because no, because they will actually like drag me out of my dorm and beat me. I'm going to tell them. Or are you going to tell them? You don't know what it was. Yeah, I'm just going to tell them you told me what it was. Or you told someone else what it was. Get you in trouble. But you're going to have to prove that by telling them what happened. <laughs> but you didn't tell me. You told someone else. I didn't tell anybody. No, I'm kidding. Anyway. The guy next door might have. <laughs> the <but> guy next door. <laughs> shout out bro next door. Bro next door. Yeah, we're going to beat you. We're going to get you beat by, by my society that yeah. you're in also. We're going to get you the uh, the tunnel of love. Oh, nah. <laughs> Some R and R. Some R and R. <laughs> so, just so most of y'all understand, R and R with us means something very different than what it means to everyone else. It's positively negative. That's what it is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so, anyway, um, bro next door. <laughs> <laughs> just now laughing about that. Stupidest frick. So in high school, um, <clears throat> whenever I'd go on like you know youth trips or whatever we had what was called tunnel of love. And if you ever talked about anything about what the guys were talking about in their group, if you talk about that to anybody else or like the girls or anything like that, you would get what was called tunnel of love. I never got tunnel of love, but I knew a couple of other guys that did. And it was more of like a, it was more of like a, a frustration with a dude because dude broke everybody else's trust. And so it's kind of like a tear, a tear in the relationship, but we did get to give him tunnel of love and tunnel of love. It was a lot of fun. So now that I'm out of high school and I'm no longer with that group, I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to talk about it. I'm kind of scared to find out about this. <laughs> you're giving me this look that you're just like, I don't know. Because like you're telling me about this and I'm like, is this going to be like illegal? <laughs> they it, they, I mean, they, I they mean, waterboarded some dude in the back of the cabin. <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. But it does involve getting down on your hands and knees and crawling and getting beat. Okay, yeah, I know, I know a, about this. Lot, there's a lot more to it, but I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like you can't talk about it even when you're older because m my brother actually was part of that as well. Which one? There's only well, there's only one brother here. Oh, the that, I thought yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about the older one. Yeah, yeah, brother next door. Um, brother next brother. door, bro next door, and brother next door, <laughs> bro next door, and brother. <laughs> Stupidest friend. One of them's a full brother. The other one's just bro. One of them, my old roommate versus brother next door. So I'm gonna read a hilarious conversation I had with um with BJU bad drivers. Is this um? Did you just like completely go off topic on me? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. So BJU bad drivers. I I sent this video to him, and I this is what I said in the video. That's not a parking space, home dog. You're giving away your, your information. I'm literally tagged in the post. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, so I said, that's not a parking space, home dog. And so this guy, and so he responded, 
I sent him the video and he said back to me, he said, would you like the credit home dog? And I said, absolutely home dog. And then he says, you got it home dog. And then I was like, you a real one home dog. And so there's this whole joke. I got to see. If Wasn't I that find. our AGL's car? Uh, no, no, no. That was somebody else. Uh, um, because he was parked in between my AGL's oh, car. And but, else. um, I think at this point it's just becoming, becoming an unwritten rule from Bobcast that even if you do figure out who we are, you just don't say anything. Yeah. Because if you, if you say something, then you're going to get tunnel of love. No, I don't intend to do that. I don't know what you intend to do. Um, I just intend to, um, block you on everything and report you to the police for title non harassment. I will destroy you. <laughs> hey, yo, so, hey yo MK uh, let me whisper something to you real quick oh yeah I, know. I like that <laughs> why is it like tickling that like tickles my ears one of my ears is itching now the, like my eardrum itches from that now stop it I will scream in this right now I'll cough in this right now I'm breathing this right now so <laughs> I'm going through this conversation I had with one of my with one of um, my woman friends and let's see yeah she was one of the first people I said home dog to and she like lost it thought it was freaking hilarious and I'm trying to find the text Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to fill the hole of him not talking because I normally don't talk much. Oh, she called me bestie. Ayo. What? Who are you talking about? That's just one of my friends. What? Anyways, I'm going to fill the topic of conversation by talking about uh, going to MK's house for the first time. That was an experience and a half to have. Um, Massive house he has. <laughs> Massive that. house. I had a really big family, all right? And it still wasn't big enough. This is bigger than my house. And I thought my house was pretty big. Well, you're a single child. But still, I thought my house was... You didn't see the house I came from. No, I did not. You didn't see the house I came from. You know that third bedroom? Mm, yeah. Did you think the third bedroom was pretty big? Which... Not the really. one that Sam and Eric were sleeping Not in. really. You didn't think that was big? Not really. My the room I had my the house I was there before that house was literally about half the size of the third bedroom. Dang. So yeah, that's a pretty big house. <laughs> it is it is a big house, but <clears throat> it's not like it's not like we have like a five million dollar house, right? It's not like something well, crazy. I, did, I didn't say that. No, 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 it's no. just it's, you have a big house is, in my state. It is large because we did have a really big family. <clears throat> and so we had to have like space. Even it was even, a really even nice with house. That, we had like two people in each room still. It was a beautiful home though. Thank you. But um, it still was a little crammed. Where where it has a lot of space in like rooms, it lacks in storage. So like it has very little storage space whatsoever. Like if you open one of the closets, it's like tiny. Don't you guys have a garage? We do, but it's all the storage space that we lacked in the house. We had to make up for with the garage. <laughs> have you seen the garage at my house? <laughs> like yeah, I know. Yeah. I've been there. Remember the uh, the blowtorch? Oh my lord! I still have that video, dude. I I, I think I have that video somewhere. But I love my that mom video. going, put it down, and my put dad it, just laughing. Your dad was just losing it, and your mom was like, put it down, put it down. You're gonna burn and someone. Then, and then you just and got was, MK in the background holding the torch in the air, going, ha, 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 ha. no, I'm holding the torch, and then I aim it down, like burn some leaf or something, and I go, Whoa! 
Oh yeah, that's what you did. Someone the R two D two scream. <laughs> we need to post that video and just go. I need. Ah! I need to. I need to find that video again. That was yeah, a good video. It was, it was hilarious. That was the first time that JL and I really like hung out a lot and got to know each other. Because I had met you, like I had hung out with you a little bit we before. We played football that one time, and then you were here one other time, but I didn't see you much. Yeah. But other than that, oh yeah, because remember you were doing the college up close thing, and uh, you were here. Um, I don't think so. I didn't do that. Yeah, you I, did. I, I I toured once, but I didn't. Do yeah, college. it was tour tour. Yeah, you were yeah, here. Yeah. You were here for that, and I hung out yeah. with you a little bit for that. But other than that, I barely uh, remember that at all. But you were here for like from what? You were there from like from like the morning till evening. I was there all day. No, I'm saying at my house from like Tuesday to that uh, Saturday. I was at your. I slept at your house like two nights. Are you sure it was only two I nights? Was, I thought it was three nights. I ended up sleeping the third night, but I left like early in the morning. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it was like Sunday morning. So you came back. in like Wednesday or Thursday. I think so. It would have been Thursday if you slept three nights. No, no yeah, that's right. Because Thursday was my last at the time I was taking calculus. Yeah, it, yeah. Was a, it was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday thing. Yeah. So like Thursday evening, I'd be able to leave. Didn't your spring break like start the next week? I didn't something? have spring break. You didn't get a spring break? Not at a tech school. I got a spring break. I mean, maybe I got like a couple of days, but I didn't have like, you know, an actual break. Uh, yeah. But, and I would still have homework due over the weekend. So I'd still have to, you know, do stuff. Yeah. Our college, we got, um, we had spring break and stuff. So, so anyway, not to shut you up, but shut up. So. Hey, yo, shut your mouth. <laughs> JL yawns. MK, shut the frick up. That was disrespectful, bro. <laughs> I was just mean. I didn't deserve that. <laughs> yes, you did. I, who are you talking to like that? Where your clothes at? Who are you talking to like that? Hey, it's pretty good, man. Like, where your clothes at? Shout out Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the nudist colony in France. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I, I, I've only seen, I've seen like a video of it one time because the dude was like, yeah, this is getting posted on YouTube and nobody's saying anything. And they're like, we're a nudist colony. I don't know what you want from us. <laughs> The dude was so mad because, like, they posted videos of, like, educational content basically telling people about life in a news colony and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And the dude came through because he was mad that YouTube didn't allow people to, like, show, like, full-on, like, bodies and stuff because mm -hmm. you have to have it censored on YouTube. And the dude, like, interviewed the colony and he was trying to argue with, some, like, the head of the colony or whatever. He was like, we're just a nudist colony. I don't know what you want from us. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so, like... Pure and just like you're just new it's not it's not pure at all. I know, but I know, like, but it's the way that you say it, it's just like oh <laughs> I think that's the way they tried to campaign it. Like Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Are are you are you ready? Can I can I quote you on something? Uh shoot the second to last one. You spelled steak wrong, but go for it. Go. Oh yeah, I said that. I said that. To, said, I said that to Bro next door. Yeah, that I was so that. funny. I forget what the context was. Oh, he. I was telling him he was from Massachusetts. He's like, no, I'm from New Hampshire. I was and like, then, then oh, you're like, from New England. You're from the Pilgrim Colony. <laughs> and you looked at him and you were like, do you guys feel like <laughs> burn women at the stake for like knowing things? <laughs> I completely forgot I, mean, I said that. Immediately, like in the middle of D group, pulled out my phone and wrote that down. I fully, like everybody died laughing and I forgot I said that. Hey, yo. Your mama buy you mega blocks instead of Legos. <laughs> your mama buy you mega blocks instead of Legos. Take that back right now. Take that back right now. Oh my goodness.
There's gay, then there's you. <laughs> okay, so that word is going to have to be accepted now because that quote. Gay? Yeah, that word. Because people get mad. He's calling you happy. Sometimes. No, yeah, sure. There's happy, then there's you. I'm extremely happy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this man will make a nudist colony uncomfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who says I haven't already? Bobcast is now PG-13. Bobcast <laughs> have, is now PG-13. We have been PG-13. Dude, the the episode we had to scrap would have been like R. <laughs> in, like, in like standards of this, yeah, it would have been R. Yeah. There's something else you said. Uh, I said. I don't remember who, or you might have said this to someone else. But, Let, me. Let me read it. But you were just this very top one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I was talking to you. Me. I think yeah. I don't. I was just. I was talking too much, and you just looked at me. You're like, sometimes you don't gotta say no words. <laughs> sometimes you just let it be what it sometimes be. Sometimes you don't need to say no words. <laughs> <sighs> Man. And then um, so so Walter, there's this whole joke that whenever um, Mister Woman, that's what I like calling him. Mister Woman. Okay, <laughs> we'll just go with we're it. We're calling him that because. Mr. Ark oh, is just oh, um, stupid. Mrs. Oh, Mr. Oh, Washington racist fan. Washington. <laughs> the commanders. The commanders. Imagine having commanders. a name like, Imagine having like a. Imagine coming up. Imagine having the opportunity to My name. My <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I feel like a, we're being extremely loud right I now. I got a new cooker. Yeah, he did. It's a pot. All of you that know the story, I want you to scream my cooker in three, two. One. <laughs> I anyway, can't scream loud. I know. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to get killed. But anyway. no, I'm just trying not to like start coughing again. Anyway, so what was I even saying about this? You were you were you were saying that um, Mr. Woman. Oh yeah, Mr. Woman. So Mr. Woman, there's this whole joke that like um, Walter needs to be cuddled, and so no whenever he needs tonight. to be, whenever he needs to be cuddled or snuggled. I get a text. No from, uh, snuggles tonight. I get a text from Mr. Woman, and it's like, "Hey, oh, Walter wants snuggles," and I'm like, <laughs> "No, I'm trying to study." And he's like, "Go give, go give Walter snuggles." He texts you at like two a.m. and it's like two a.m. and I'm like, "Dog, I'm doing chemistry right now." <laughs> you got three and jokes. You fat. You stink. You short. <laughs> and I'm never wrong. <laughs> you can't be doing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you can't be doing blonde the, chick the like first, that now. <laughs> The first one of those don't get used though. Anyway, but the other two, they all fair game at this point. <laughs> oh, stinky Pete! Dumb, bro. <laughs> I swear, your I swear, brother Mr. funny. Mister Woman came in here and I got up and I. Mister Woman, I'll Mr. never Woman. get used to that. And I got I'll up and never I saw him. I was like, "What's it? up?" I gave him a hug and then, like, after a few minutes, I looked at him. I was like, "You stink." <laughs> I said, "I said, you stink." And then your brother go, "You got three insoles. You fat. You stink. You short." And every time he say that, I go, and I'm never wrong. <laughs> but anyway, so the whole joke, because I'm about to quote what uh what Walter said. Oh no! Because he says some out of pocket stuff. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> but anyway, so I, one time he told me to, um, Mister Woman was telling me to go snuggle Walter. I'm trying to like filter everything so I say the right nickname. This is gay. <laughs> Walter at one point, like I got in there, he was like screaming and he goes, This is gay. He, he screamed, This is gay. And I, I immediately stopped at that point. I was like, I can't anymore. I was laughing too hard. And as was he. 
But anyway, at one point, he was, I was like the first time I was getting in there, and he goes, why am I being touched? <laughs> That's what he said one time. I have that written down in my quote. He goes, why, why am, am I, I being, being touched? touched? <laughs> oh, no. Remember the first time you, like, were over? Uh, you were here before you started coming to the campus, and, like, you climbed in bed. He was, like, half awake. You climbed in his bed, and he goes, are you snuggling me? No, he said, are, are you, you cuddling are, me? Are you snuggling me? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'm going to snuggle you. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh Walter talking about up. my grandma will give you the Rudy Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and then there's that one time <laughs> my Mr. Woman will walk up and just be like, Walter wants snuggles. And I'll be like, I'll just walk in and look at him and I'll be like, you want cuddles? And he'll just look at me and be like, no, no. And he'll start getting a defensive <laughs> position. He'll be like, no, you stay out. <laughs> stay out of my bed. He'll close it. Yeah, pretty good. He'll close it. Knowledge. Sin. Good and evil. Naked. He'll close it. Why are a snake talking? Oh, snap, there's Jesus. <laughs> Get some clothes on. Why are you covering yourself? Because I'm naked. Who uh, told you that? Who told you naked? <laughs> who, who says you naked? Why are you covering yourself? I made you beautiful. I made you. Boy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Shout out Bone Sister because I was having a really funny conversation with her this morning. Bone sister. And I was just like, I was like, bro, God is like freaking hilarious. All right. I'm about to blow your minds. Right. Uh, so if God no, created everything, pee. God created humor. And if we are in his image and we are funny, he's got to be freaking hilarious. So I think a lot of times God does stuff and it's like just funny as frick. I mean, of course, everything he does has a purpose, but it's also like sometimes it's just freaking ironic and funny. And so I was talking to her and I was like, yo, sometimes God does things and I'm just like, Bro, why? I mean, like, have you seen Joel Osteen? <laughs> have you looked that man in the face? He's he's like the funniest looking person I've ever seen. So and let me finish my story. Anyway, <laughs> my story. Beside the story. That's beside the point. So I gotta pee. Hold it. I'm I'm trying really you got hard. You a cup right next to you. I'll stand right now and do it right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea. No. Okay, no. you keep telling it, and I will be back. Okay, we're gonna leave JL now. JL will be back. Uh, I want your input on this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like did this stretch. So anyway, to get to my story about <clears throat> Bone Sister, we were talking about how it's just like sometimes God does some stuff that's just like ironic. It's like you did something stupid or you said something and then it's just like that exact thing happens to you or something and you're just like, bruh. And so <clears throat> she and I were talking about that today and I just quoted something and I was like, uh, I said this in my text, word for word. It's like, MK, you're annoying. God, bruh, you're the one that's annoying. <laughs> it's like, and she, she said, he's not wrong. I was like, yeah, God be like, I gotta send my whole dang son down just to just to save you, so you're not gonna die, bruh. And so the whole thing we went on, and, and it was like a long, it was a long conversation, but it was really great. And it was just like talking about how like God is actually a comedian. 
to a certain extent. He's actually like has a sense of humor because we were created with a sense of humor and so we are in his image. So it's like naturally he's got to have some sense of humor. Now he's probably not stupid like us to where he's well, like, obviously not. <laughs> he's not stupid like us to where he makes inappropriate jokes and whatever, but he actually has some like genuine humor, I think. And so that's where the irony of certain situations when you're just like, Oh frick. And you know, that comes straight from God. Yeah. So anyway, to get to our actual Bible reading section of this, um, MK, you want to pray for us? Um, turn my phone off real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's, um, pray. And then we will open with a word. I believe JL has a scripture already prepared for us. Yes, so sir. I'll open with some prayer and then we will read through that and talk. Let's get to it. <clears throat> Dear heavenly father, we, um, we come before your presence today asking for you to dwell in this room and guide us, guide our conversation as um, as you have in the past. I pray that you would have your words spoken through us um, to those who are listening and even in this moment to each other. Father, I ask that you would um, just have your will be done. I thank you for the breath in our lungs to strengthen our muscles. Lord, I pray for the rest that we'll get throughout the night and I, I ask for strength for the following day in your holy name I pray in. Amen. Amen. Um, okay. I didn't, whenever I was looking, I was like, is it recording me? I didn't see my thing moving <laughs> no, the waveform. Okay, so just for a little bit of context, this is Hebrews 11, 1 and 2 is what I'm going to be reading. And so basically he's just talking about what faith is as according to the Bible, what faith is. And then the rest of it is saying, basically going back through old Testament, beginning old Testament, like the Exodus and stuff like that, basically saying like by faith, these prophets did what they did. Mm -hmm. And so Hebrews 11, one and two. Now faith is, faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen for by it, the people of old received their commendation. So, Faith is a cornerstone in the Christian the Christian ideology. Faith is a major part of everything that we do. As you can see there, it says by faith, uh, believe, yeah. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. Things like that. And it just goes to show that without faith, then you're basically putting your belief in nothing. I mean, think about it. When you, I mean, faith is faith is kind of like something that you normally think of. Oh well, it's something that isn't backed by factual information because you have to like believe in it or something stupid. And like that's completely wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, think about science. Like, I'm struggling with chemistry, right? I'm struggling to understand chemistry. I still have faith that molecules exist. I still have faith that that's correct, but I don't fully understand it. So it's like, even though the factual information does not come to me as a like literal factual, like this is how it is and this is why it's correct and stuff. Like it doesn't come to me like that because it's like, you got to learn it. You got to understand it. So it's not like something that's just laid out in front of you. And so it's like, I still have faith that that exists. You know, I have faith that God created that. So it's like people look at faith thinking, you know, oh, that's for religion or whatever. And I'm like, no, you put your faith in literally anything that exists. I put my faith in that light switch that when I flip it, the lights are going to turn on, you know, because I know that it's going to happen. I have faith. Um, 
I think a big a big way to look at it too is you think of like a car you have faith that you filled it up your gauge says it's full and you have faith that it fill that it's full you don't get into your car see the gauge is full and think oh uh, it's probably empty I need to get gas now you have faith that your car is going to keep going mm-hmm. exactly <clears throat> it's like you don't that gauge that's actually a much better example than what I was saying but it's like that gauge is giving you a factual information it's telling you it's full but you have faith that that's accurate and we see miracles that God do every day God does every day we see things that we see things in our lives that could not be done without God being there and it basically sustains the faith mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that you need to see God working in order to have faith in God you can trust the word and never see God do a thing in your life but it's to understand that God is working constantly. God's plan is always there. And whether you want to believe it or not, it is happening. And so have faith in that because without faith, then you basically are lost. I think of the, I, my favorite illustration is whenever they, the Israelites and Moses had just gotten freed from Egypt and God told them, listen, you will be in the promised land. You just have to take out the occupying force that's there. Moses sent out spies and they looked and they saw overwhelming numbers that normal under normal circumstances would have probably killed the Israelites. But God was behind them. And, but they didn't believe that and they refused to go into the promised land like God wanted them to. So you know what he did? He sent them to wander for 40 years they didn't have faith in God and they didn't put their trust in God and they lost a whole generation, never got to see the promised land because of that. Yeah. And that's where it's uh, sometimes like sometimes I'll have this perspective and it's completely wrong. Like you'll think, Oh, well God's not going to punish me while I'm on the earth. He's going to punish me after I die, you know? And so I need to make sure I, you know, apologize for everything I did and repent of my sins. It's like, I could be wrong. So, you know, for those of you that know way more, um, um, but God does actually punish you in your, in your, there's consequences to things like that. Like for Israelites, perfect example, they didn't have faith. They didn't follow his commands. They had water for 40 years. And it's like for, for us, it's sometimes smaller things. It's more of like you're having struggles through something in your life. And so God, you know, uh, doesn't give like, like he'll, he'll hold back certain things like say a wife, you know, it's like, you're not, me- you're not mentally mature enough yet to like, yeah. you need to like have a, have a partner. And it's like, so there's a consequence of like, you don't have one yet. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And that's, that's like a, just a small example. And that's not true for everyone. Yeah. But there are things that like, when you do something wrong, there's a direct consequence to that. And it's not like, Oh, well, God's not going to, you know, do you think about it? If I slap you, you're going to swing back at me because that's a literal consequence. That's Which not, done. That's not, that's, not <laughs> God, that's not God being like, oh, well, you did something wrong. That's not what I'm referring to. Yeah. It's something that like supernatural that like you did something stupid and then it's like there's a situation that occurred because of that. Not necessarily a direct connection, but it's you can see that it's like, okay, God is showing me something. He's like punishing me in a way, but he's also teaching me something. Yeah. And you may, you may be one of those people that's like, oh, well, that's that's not going to happen to me, you know. The the Israelites were stupid, and sure, they were stupid, but you have to think 
maybe they were a little bit worse than what you did. But God sees, we've talked about this before, God sees all sin as equal. And so, yeah, the Israelites didn't see Moses. I don't know how long it was whenever he went up the mountain, saw the burning bush and all that stuff. But whenever Moses came back down, they had built an idol to worship because they didn't have Moses there. And so, sure, they did stuff like that, even though God had been faithful the whole time. They did stuff like that, basically rebuking him and uh, denying the person that saved them, denying the creator of them, of the whole earth, of the whole universe. And they finally did it one last time. And he was like, all right, you don't want to listen. You just want to keep doing stuff like this? I'll send you for 40 years. We'll figure it out yourself. And while you may think that, oh, well, what they did is objectively worse, so there's not much that I can do that can be worse than an Israelite, right? But we do small things every day that God cannot stand, I'm sure. Like, look at a woman a lustful way. You say something that you're not supposed to say. Do things that you're not supposed to do. Hold contempt in your heart towards somebody, stuff like that. And it it's just the same. It's just as bad as anything else. Anything the Israelites did, it's just as bad as that. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, all in God's eyes, all sin is evil. Equal. I mean, all yeah, sin is all, evil. All sin is evil, but, but it's all equal. So anyway, it's I, I you know, I hundred percent agree, and it's it there, you know, um, goodness, can I talk? <laughs> it, we always like get choked up talking about. I know. This stuff. So so Doctor Rathbun spoke, and he was talking about the unforgivable sin and stuff, and that was kind of interesting because it's like people always preach all sin is equal, all sin is equal, and I'm like, yeah, it's all sin is equal in God's eyes in the sense that all sin keeps you from the presence of God. Mm -hmm. So it, it never says that all sin is equal in weight as far as like I killed someone or I slapped my brother. Like those are not weighted the same in yeah. our, in our society in God's eyes. It's equal because both are sinful and both will keep you away from him. Uh, both will keep you out of his presence equivalently. Well, it's like, it's like the example that I hear a lot of people say, um, have you ever hated someone? If you ever held contempt in your heart towards someone, that's basically the same thing as murdering somebody. That's what mm -hmm. God says. Is it's basically like you've murdered somebody in your heart. If you hate, if you say you hate someone or you have ill will towards somebody, it's basically like you've murdered them in your heart. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the same along the same lines. And then God, because God sees things way differently than we do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think in a previous episode we made the same point where it's like all all sin is equal in God's eyes, but it's like there's a difference between like, oh, I don't like that person and literally killing them. Like, yeah. there's, a little, there's a little bit of a difference, but that's only to our perception. Yeah. That's not to like, to what God, because God sees in your heart, he sees what you want to do. Yeah. He doesn't just see what you actually do. Other people only see what you actually do. Mm -hmm. And um, I think whenever I read by faith, Abel gave his sacrifice to the Lord. Um. Everybody, I've heard people talk about this nonstop. Abel, Cain may have given the best of what he had. You know, he gave, he brought like crops and stuff like that. And he may have given God the best that he had, but his faith wasn't there. He was, he was more mad that he, he was more mad that he wasn't being recognized for what he did. Mm -hmm. Whereas Abel was praising God that God gave him the best that he could offer to God. <clears throat> exactly. And, 
so with with God's God's perception in us, He sees in our hearts, and He can see. You know, like my perception of you, I only see what you show me. Yeah, and so I only know what is outwardly expressed. Mm-hmm. God knows your inner heart. He knows your innermost desires, and so one thing I'll share a little bit with just me and my personality. I tend to like not give my opinions a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it's like not so much to where like if I'm like, wow, that was really rude or, you know, something like that. Like if someone does something, I'm going to like literally talk about it, but I'm not to the point where I'm just going to like, you know, I think about this and I'm like going to give my opinion Yeah, because typically like, I don't know. I, I live by this, by this idea that it's just like, unless my opinion is asked for, I will not give it because it's like, I hate people that go around and, and blast their opinions as if it's like the most important thing in the room. Yeah. But the thing is, I made, I mean, I was thinking about it at one point and I was like, you know, we only understand like of our peers and stuff. We only understand what we see. We only, I like, I only know what you show me. Mm-hmm. And so people only know what I show them. And so I was thinking to myself and I was like, you know, with our innermost desires, our sinful hearts and stuff like that, our sinful minds, it's like, if we knew what goes on in each other's minds, like we would hate each other yeah. even more, even more than our sinful desires already push us to. So there's like this, this level of like, yeah, I know that people struggle mentally with a lot of things and it's just like, we kind of overlook it a little bit, but it's still like serious issues. Like when people struggle with, you know, hatred or lust or things like that, it's like, we kind of just forget about it. But that's beside the point. The whole, the whole idea is that we only understand a little glimpse of each Mm -hmm. other. I only see a little bit of you and there was so much more inside you and God sees all of that. He knows all of that. And the fact that he still loves you after all of that, I could not love someone if I knew everything that goes on inside their head. That would be impossible. And that's giving me a interesting idea as well. Talking about what we talked about previously, that God's been through everything you've been through. God's seen everything you've seen. Uh, Jesus went through everything you went through, stuff like that. If God knows everything that's going on in your life and everything that you think about and everything, then he definitely is going through what you're going through. Now, God, I don't know... I don't know. I can't pretend like I know everything about everything. And I can't pretend I know how God feels. I can't even pretend that I know God has emotion outside of like wrath and joy and stuff like that. I can't pretend that like I know God personally like that because nobody does. But God, if God sees you, God does see you in your inner feelings and stuff. And so by that, God does experience what you experience. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, that's, that's an interesting, um, idea because I mean, I, I always go back to the idea that God created everything that exists. He yeah. created emotion. He created feeling. He created humor, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like not necessarily all that is in his image. We are in his image. So all yeah. things that, I mean, the sinful things that we feel are not of his character yeah. because that's sinful and he's not sinful. So stuff like that is, you know, so like crude humor and inappropriate humor, that's obviously not something mm-hmm. that he tolerates or something that is part of his character. But it's like, you can make an assessment to like what the Bible says and you know, what is holy. And that's like, oh, that's what God's character is. But you don't actually like know him like a person. Like, yeah. Like you can get an idea for somewhat how he is because, you know, in my life, I like when I pray and I'm just talking to the Lord, I'll talk to him like, like when I'm alone, I'll talk to him like he's a person in the room mm-hmm. and I'll just have a conversation and it's kind of like I get some sense like the, you know, the inspired thoughts that he puts in your head to like when you're asking for an answer to a prayer and it's like you get an idea in your head and it's kind of like 
the answer to that prayer sometimes. So like through, through some stuff like that, you can get an idea of what God is kind of like, but you'll never fully understand at all. Yeah. And even when you get to heaven, like you're not, not everything is like, like everything is revealed when you get to heaven, but it's like, you still have to learn stuff. It's not just like, oh yeah, all of a sudden, boop, you got all this knowledge. It's like, no, you still, you go in there and it starts getting revealed to you. Mm -hmm. And a big thing is you talking about praying and stuff like that. Um, you pray to him like a person in the room, but something that I struggle with is while, yeah, you need to pray to God as though he's a personal person. I struggle with thinking like God is so, it's something that I personally struggle with. God is so high. God is so mighty. God is perfect. How can I go to him knowing that I've done things that are directly against him and pray to him, ask him for repentance for something that I did, that I did out of contempt towards God, whether I meant to or not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think that all comes back around to saying that having faith in God, because while it may feel like that, you can have faith that God will still talk to you. God will still answer you. God is still there for you. And that's why having faith in God's word is a big thing. Because if we didn't have faith in God's word, if we didn't have faith in God's mercy and grace and stuff like that, there would be no reason to pray to him. There would be no reason to even be a Christian. I mean, if you don't have faith that he's going to listen, what's the point in praying? If you don't have faith that he's going to help you see things through, then what's the point in, in trusting in him? I think a lot of times, kind of to go back to what you originally saying, um, like, I feel like we kind of avoid praying because it's like, well, God's, you know, uh, how could God forgive me for this? It's like, you kind of avoid it because you're like, you don't, you don't fully believe like God is going to forgive you for this. Yeah. You know, even though you are genuinely apologetic and you genuinely like, <clears throat> excuse me, you want repentance for this. Part of, part of you is like literally just dumbfounded and just cannot understand like, he's not going to forgive me for this. You know, I've done this too many times. He's not going to forgive me. And I've, I've de dealt with it personally. And I've heard people say it before, well, I've done things so bad that God can't forgive me. I've I've had thoughts like that where I'm like, there's no way he can forgive me because I'm just that bad of a person. But the thing is, to say that he can't forgive you is limiting God. It's limiting the power that God has. And it's limiting the amount of faith you can give to God, I believe. Yeah, and it's... <clears throat> It's also somewhat blasphemous to say that God can't do something. Yeah. You know, say he can't forgive you. I'm like, he literally can do anything. Yeah. But um, to kind of start wrapping up, here's an idea that um, uh, one of my buddies and I were talking about in, not during chapel, I passed him a note and I was just like, what do you think on this? And then he passed me a note that was kind of like the same idea. And so <laughs> I wrote it down. And so let me pull it up real quick. But... Okay, so it was during chapel and someone said something about like how God can't lie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. But the paradox is that if God can do anything, how is it that he can't lie? And I was like, it's, you know, it's a paradox. And so what he passed back to me, he said, can God make a rock so big that he can't lift it? 
And I was like, technique, if he can do anything, he can make that rock, but he can also pick up that rock because he can do anything. So it's, it's just like a paradox. I think, I think, and this isn't to attack anybody or anything like that, but I think that's kind of limiting God on what he can and can't do. But lying in and of itself is a sinful thing. So of course God wouldn't want to do something like that. In my mind, God wouldn't want to do something like that. Yeah, God's not sinful. And to say that, and like I said, this isn't to attack anybody or anything like that. I want to make that fully clear. But to say that God would make such a big rock that he can't lift it is like saying that somebody would commit such a giant sin that they that God couldn't forgive it in my eyes. Yeah, and it's like, I think my issue with the initial statement was that God can't lie. I don't think, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think God is capable of doing it. He just doesn't. Yeah, well, like I said, it's a sinful thing. Yeah, and, and God will, you know, he he's not sinful. He doesn't have a sinful nature like we do. Yeah. So he won't do it. Mm-hmm. I, so I don't think that it's, that it's that he can't do it. I think that's he won't. And and we were talking about, like, um, gods of, like, other religions and stuff like that. Like, you have, like, Norse mythology. You have Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology. You have, like, current, like, um the... Buddhism. I'm trying to think of the what's the Dude, Indian every one. Every time, every time I hear someone say Buddhism, I think of butt cheeks. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, like Buddhism. What's like, the what's the Indian cheeks? Indian belief system? Uh, I can't think of it. I can't remember the name of it either. But um, like Vishnu and all that stuff. Those you can tell those are man-made gods because they're hateful. They they do these sinful things. They're hateful. They they lie. They kill. Just. Because they don't want to be exposed. Like I think about the I'm I'm a big fan of Norse mythology. I'm a big fan of mythology and stuff like that in general. I just think it's cool stuff. But you think of like, um, this is Greek. I I believe this is yeah, this is Greek. So you think of um Zeus, his father, I can't remember his father's name off the top of my head, but his father, in order to avoid uh in mythology, in order to avoid somebody taking him over he literally ate his own sons while they were alive just to avoid it. And while obviously it's a fictional story made up by a bunch of humans, it goes to show that it's sin. It's a God, a quote unquote God sinning. That's, that shouldn't be possible. If they're an all powerful being, they shouldn't be capable of doing things like that. I mean, then you think about the stories of Zeus, who's just like constantly committing adultery, like left and right. And I'm like, also constantly bro. genociding to avoid having his own stuff happen. Yeah. And it's, it's just like God, I, I, again, it's, it's limiting God to say that he can't do something. So I don't think that it's not possible. I just think that it's, that he won't do it. It's kind of like how, when God made a covenant and said, um, when he, he, not necessarily covenant, but when he made a promise to Adam and Eve when they, you know, were kicked out of the garden, he said, "I'll make it. I'll have a new Adam come and, yeah. you know, sanctify everyone." I forget the exact quotation of the verse, but he mm-hmm. was just stating that he's going to send Jesus back. Yeah, it's like it's not that he couldn't have made that a lie and just like said, "You know what? Screw all y'all." It's that he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. he won't let us go. He won't. He wouldn't ha- let us fall to our own sin he would you know he's going to save us and and god is capable of so many things and god is capable of everything and it i think a good example as well is to think like you could tell your dad run over run over that tree with a lawnmower and your dad could fully do it your dad could just run straight into a tree with a lawnmower if he wanted to but he won't do it because he knows it's stupid 
he knows it's not the right thing to do. You know what I mean? He doesn't yeah, want to mess up a leg. He's five hundred dollars. It's lawnmower. not that he's not capable of doing it. It's that he's not going to do it because he he knows it's wrong to do. And there could be some theological debate or argument against us because neither of us have PhDs and whatever. And so we're like, neither we're just, of us are like Bible majors. Exactly. So um, we're both engineering majors. So shout out to all of our Bible majors. Uh, shout out Mr. Cavs for giving that lesson yesterday. By the way. <laughs> The only non-Bible major to give the lesson in that room, I think, <laughs> besides us. Yeah. And um, anyway, so kind of coming to a close, God is capable of anything and everything. So he's not limited by what our perception of things is. So like when we say, can he make a rock so big that he can't lift it? Our perception of lifting that rock is a person picking it up. Yeah, God doesn't have to pick things up. He can just breathe and it moves. So it's like, our perception, we can't limit God to what our perception is. And by limiting God, we limit our faith in God. And by limiting our faith in God, we then lose sight of what God is. Exactly. And we don't even have sight of what God is. We yeah. only have a glimpse, an idea in our heads. And it's like, so we cannot put God in this box of our perception because our perception, it's like a painting. If you're in the painting, you can't see the painting. You have to be outside of the painting to observe the painting. And we cannot be outside of ourselves to observe what is happening. So we are not God. So we can't observe God because he is outside of what we are. So it just goes to that thing. It's like, if you even try to say God can do this or God can't do that, it's like you're limiting him and you literally, your perception cannot comprehend what God can and cannot do. And, I mean, think of the Trinity. And by not being able to comprehend God, takes a lot of faith to put your to put your entire soul on the line for something that you can't even understand. Exactly. And that's where faith comes in. That's where you have to have faith. I mean, think of like people that are not engineers. All they know is that when they flip a switch, that light's going to come on. When they turn the key, their car's going to start. Mm -hmm. When they read that gauge, their means their gas is full. Their gas tank is full. They don't understand why. So they just have faith that it's going to work. And we're kind of like... Uh, not to say that, that people are stupid that aren't engineers, but we're kind of like the regular per the regular everyday person, and God is like the engineer that understands how everything's working. It's like we're the commuter, and God is the engineer or the mechanic that you have to take it to take your car to to get it fixed. God is God is like your plumber. I mean, God is an engineer, so I mean. But anyway, let's praise the Lord for real. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to the Lord. Shout out God for like making muscle cars. Shout out, shout out God for 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 inventing the V eight. <laughs> um. Also, so, shout out God for inventing coffee. That that be that be helping me. I'm trying to find a way to diss V sixes, but uh, stupid non two non extra two cylinder. <laughs> um. <coughs> Shout out that Prius Mr. Cavs drives to. <sighs> My gosh. Like, the only reason he has the, his man card is because he's Mr. Cavs and has a woman and all that stuff. No, but that Prius. He drives bro. that car. That Prius, that, bro. It gets such good gas mileage. So I cannot but blame him. But you're about him. to lose your man card. I can't blame him that. for driving that No. One. No. I cannot blame him for no. Bro, he, we're all broke. I can't blame him for it. I cannot. Yeah. Whatever. He's like the only person I can't blame for driving a car like that. Anyway, um, JL, if you would pray us out, we're going to close this podcast. Yeah, for sure. Dear Lord above, thank you for the day. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for being there, even whenever we're not faithful to you, dear God. Thank you for 
being the one to give us life and being the one to not kill us off whenever we do something that you don't like, dear God. Thank you so much that you're able to help us through everything we do. And thank you for giving us your word. So that way we can know a little bit more about you and how things work. So that way we're not just left in the dark. And even though faith can be, can come through the dark, it's good to know that you're there with us trying to give us a insight on things. So that way we're not completely blind. Praise you, dear God, for everything you've done for us. Thank you for the day again. Thank you for MK. Thank you for myself. Thank you for the dorms. Thank you for Bob Jones. Thank you for the faculty at Bob Jones. And thank you for our listeners. And I pray that you grant them wisdom and mercy as they go throughout their week. And I pray that by the next Bobcast, we'll be a little bit smarter and a little bit more ready to read your word. In your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm MK. I'm JL. And this is the Bobcast. AKA the Sickcast today. Sick cast. <laughs>